0: Industry Insights on KCLR's Talking Shop. Now, I know a lot of our listeners around Carlo and Kilkenny um, have Pets listen we love our pets in Ireland and um, I'm no different I have my little dog that I love but we love all types of animals so I thought I would actually help us out big time by getting an expert on the show and I am joined by Dr Bobby who's a small animal and exotic pet vet and a brand ambassador for Pet Mania in Carlow and Kilkenny Bobby thank you so much for joining us on the show Thanks for having me. Oh my goodness. Bobby, how do you get a title like that? I mean, that's amazing. So you literally get to spend your working days working with animals, talking about animals, probably thinking, sleeping, everything to do with animals.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Yeah, just uh, obviously a bit of work there, going to school and uh, going after my dream of trying to become a veterinarian and getting to work with, obviously veterinarians get to work with every type of animal, but I... uh, to work with small animals considered uh, dogs and cats and then even more specifically i really enjoy getting to work with exotic pets
0: oh my goodness that's amazing okay we have so many things to talk about bobby so i'm just going to get straight into it let's just touch on the exotic animals first because there's lots to do with cats yeah. and dogs that we will focus on um but tell us about the exotic animals and is there many around ireland i mean what exotic animals are you talking about
1: so yeah, so a uh, question I get asked all the time. Uh, so what actually is an exotic uh, pet or exotic animal um, in the veterinary field? It's kind of anything that's uh, not a large animal and not a dog or a cat. Okay. So uh, uh, rabbits, guinea pig, rats, uh, uh, ferrets, birds, reptiles, any of those, uh, uh, anything that pretty much wouldn't be your normal dog or cat that comes in would be considered an exotic pet.
0: Oh my goodness! And tell us, I mean, do you come across a lot of these in Ireland?
1: Yeah, so um there there, there I would say that there is quite a few uh, actually uh, exotic pets that uh, that are actually looking for uh, a veterinarian to kind of see, and so i'm in a I'm in a really happy position to uh, be able to offer that services uh, where I'm located. yeah, oh
0: my goodness, that's amazing. And do you have any of these pets yourself?
1: So I'm not currently, uh, but I used to have. Uh, guinea pigs, uh, rabbits, uh, fish even, uh, and uh, ferret most recently.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. What are ferrets actually like?
1: I uh, Actually, I think they're amazing pets. If people can get over a little bit of smell that they kind of put off, uh, they make amazing pets, especially for people that are working quite a bit because yeah. uh, they tend to sleep uh, somewhere anywhere between Twenty to twenty-two hours a day, Stop. so they're really only up uh, maybe a couple times a day. So you wake up. Uh, if you have a smaller apartment that you uh, want to have a dog but can't fit one, a ferret's great because you wake up and you're able to take care of them for about half an hour, an hour in the morning, and the same in the evening. And that's uh, generally most of the exercise that they would get throughout the day.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, because when I think of kind of independent pets, cats, do cats and kind of ferrets have anything (laughs) really in common? Because cats are also very independent, aren't they? And obviously you deal with them as well.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'd say that the difference with ferrets and and cats, though, is uh, ferrets actually tend to be quite bond really well with their owners. So they make really really good pets. Uh, uh, while being independent throughout the day, uh, they still make a great pet that be really affectionate and uh, fun to play with. And, make a really good
0: pet to have at home oh my goodness this is something new now that i'm learning (laughs) i've never thought we could have a pet ferret in good kenny and carlo there you go let us know actually if you have one that's really cool other little animals that i love to see turtles i mean aren't they a lot of work tell us a bit about this bobby because something actually personally i would love to get for christmas maybe but what is the kind of work that has to go in behind the scenes
1: yeah, so for any reptiles there, there, there is a little bit of more work that would go into that. Um, and that a lot of times comes down to different types of diets uh, that different uh, tortoises or turtles would have. Um, and then when you get into reptiles and even birds, It's a bit more difficult because every single species of them can be really different Mm -hmm. and have completely different uh, types of, uh, as I said, diet and even husbandry that goes into it. Um, So some of them can be much more aquatic in that you have to have a lot more water for them versus uh, obviously tortoises that wouldn't, um, you know, but... Their enclosures can be very important, the size of their enclosures and also the heating, the the heating that needs to go into their enclosures as well as the lighting um, that uh, many reptiles would need to have specialized uh, heating bulbs as well as uh, UV uh, bulbs as well.
0: Of course so there is a lot that goes into it but it's also worth it at the end of the day for our lovely pets <laughs> now listen we did touch on at the start of the interview but we're going to get really dive into it now because I know a lot of people in Carl and Uncle Kenny have cats and dogs and they probably are obviously the most popular small animals and yeah. um, that we have <laughs> as pets tell us a bit about you know the last I suppose year and a half we've all been kind of working from home and now we're maybe trying to I know offices are opening back up and we're trying to kind of get out again. Um, um, and leave our little animals at home, back to their own kind of routine that they had. What is the story with our dogs here? So say if, for example, like if we had a dog before lockdown and they were used to us going to work and the kids are going to school and then they got so used to us being at home, what should we mm-hmm. be doing now to kind of help the dog, you know, realise that maybe it's kind of going back to the way it used to be?
1: Yeah, that's something really important that I've seen, um loads in with already... Uh, uh, as people are going back to work, uh, kind of behavioral issues um, and, uh, you know, even destructive issues around the house where a lot of people that have gotten new puppies or, as you said, even older dogs, my own yeah. dog, uh, uh, I've spent more time home and my wife has spent more time home as well. So now as we're going back to work more uh, full-time, it's, it's different. Um, one of the big things is that is getting them accustomed to you not, or them not being with you at all times. Okay. So that would be like uh, trying to maybe even slowly start having them into a different room mm-hmm. in the house slowly starting from five to ten minutes a couple times a day to longer and longer to know that it's okay that you're always going to come back and that they're not going to be left alone forever um so those those techniques can be really important um i, I do uh, i do believe and recommend that generally uh especially dogs really shouldn't be left alone more than five to six hours uh, you know a day uh which can be very uh difficult you know if someone is working you know longer shifts mm-hmm. um and they're away so there is lots of different um, training opportunities as well as doggy daycare Um, so there is lots of options there Uh, my own dog sometimes will go into those uh, you know maybe once or twice a week just when we know that we're going to be away for more than, you know, six to seven hours, yeah. we want to make sure that he's uh, being stimulated and able to express himself and play with other dogs and also get a lot of energy out of his system.
0: Of course. Now, is the like, I'm not really sure about this one. I only have one dog myself, but does a, like a buddy for the dog, you know, does introducing maybe another dog or if we're thinking about getting maybe one puppy, should we be looking at in two puppies, if we can, of course, does that make any difference if they have company from one another?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think that it is something that, that's something my, myself and my wife are considering as well. Yeah. Uh, looking into uh, is, to, is to get that companion and to have a mate at home that, uh, exactly as you said, that they're able to, uh, you know, be able to play together, uh, you know, spend time together. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I think it is important, especially if you are, especially with pandemic puppies, as we're calling them, you know, behavior issues and stuff like that, and then adding another puppy in can be a lot so as long as people are, you know, are willing and able to take on that, uh, you know, having another dog there, I think it's an absolutely a great idea. Yeah.
0: OK, that's good. And like you did say, so, I mean, a lot of us... Um maybe had puppies or got puppies or dogs during the pandemic is do we kind of do the same thing so they've been used to like us being at home with them 24 7 is it the same routine that we should be kind of leaving them for five to ten minutes every kind of day as well maybe if we're even running up for a shower maybe to leave them downstairs you know and th- having the roam of the house what's the story there if they're really used to having us there 24 oh. 7 is it the same way we kind of you know train them now
1: Absolutely, Uh, 100%. I think that getting them used to, even I like uh, there's a a neighbor there that's uh, asked the same questions and, you know, you can hear the dog barking away, you know, even when they leave the house and they've been taking the dog with them even to go to groceries and everything. So even those short little trips, uh, just get them used to building their own confidence and knowing that they're fine in themselves and being able to just relax. And I just think, just like ourselves, I think animals need to have time on their own to uh to relax and to take a nap and just enjoy themselves there
0: of course definitely oh the lovely little doggies now tell us (laughs) bobby are cats the same i mean personally i know listen we're either a cat or a dog we love all animals but i'm more of a dog person (laughs) but i know people and their cats i mean they love their cats are are cats going to experience the same kind of withdrawal symptoms from their owners or is it the fact that they're a bit more independent anyway will they cope a bit better with us going back to work
1: yeah, I think that's a, a great one there, because I think that cats, uh, we like to group loop, loop them all together, but I do think cats are, just in themselves, much more independent than dogs. Yeah. So for, for cats to be able to uh, to cope with, uh, you know, longer times being on their own, I, I think that it's not as, uh, as significant as a worry as we have with dogs. But we still will have, you know, behavioural issues with cats, which is something we see all the time. So I think it's still a good idea to just try to practice the same things as you would if you had a dog, uh, you know, during the pandemic. But I don't think that you'd have the same uh, uh, huge problems as you would with a dog.
0: OK, and is introducing a cat, you know, maybe a companion cat, is that still yeah. kind of the same rule with the dog?
1: Absolutely. I, I do think that even with, you know, dogs or cats, you always want to be careful, especially, you know, it, with, with dogs that if it have, have been next to you or cats, or, you know, you've been the only one through the whole pandemic, yeah. uh, that you have become very attached. So there can be a lot of attachment issues there. So bringing another dog or cat into the house can also make them be very jealous. You know, you just want to be very careful with any of nice. the new additions and make sure that you do your research. And there's lots of really great, uh, you know, animal trainers and behavioralists out there and lots of good resources uh, to help make sure any those transitions as
0: smooth as possible oh my goodness it's so lovely to get all the advice Bobby (laughs) because listen I mean pets they really are they're part of the family really aren't they do you know and they are very important to us so it's lovely and this week in particular this is World Animal Week from the 4th even to the 10th of (laughs) October so that's very exciting so we're celebrating all things animals Absolutely. Fantastic. So, Bobby, just before we let you go, you, um, you're brand ambassador now with Pet Mania. And I know Pet Mania have a store in Carlo and Kilkenny, which is fantastic. And we can find everything we need for our uh, for our pets. And I know they literally have every probably type of, you know, food, everything that we need. But tell us a bit about Pet Mania and how, you know, you're working with them.
1: Yeah, um, it, it's actually a really, really positive uh, uh kind of collaboration that we kind of made there. Uh, I've teamed up with them there specifically for World Animal Week to try to bring as much information out there. I know we start off with more exotic pets. Yeah. Um, that A lot of the things, a lot of some of the problems that I would see as a veterinarian um, tend to do to husbandry or people just maybe not really knowing exactly what they need to do and how to take care of their pets. And so what we tried to do is to spend loads of time and Pet Mania, Pet Mania was great bring in bringing so much resources and putting a lot of effort into creating um, a, a huge amount of information and resources out there uh, through their website on petmania.ie that uh, allows you to access a lot of information from birds, rabbits, guinea pigs, uh, uh, reptiles, everything, even snakes that we went into, and just some basic stuff that's really good information there, and they, they've really been amazing in uh, providing providing a huge free resource for all their clients and pretty much anyone who wants to have access to them
0: That's fantastic and I think we all need some advice definitely at the moment whether (laughs) like yeah it is your ferret or your snake or your cat or your dog or your goldfish there's lots and lots of information on petmania.ie and of course you can visit them in store as well in Carlo and Kilkenny Dr. Bobby thank you so much for joining us on Talking Shop here on KCLR with all of your industry insights to do with all of our lovely pets at home so thank you so much for all of your the wealth of knowledge that you brought us here.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me.
0: No problem. Chat to you soon. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Industry Insights on KCLR's Talking Shop.